Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Are you ready to awaken to the truth of your soul? Welcome to today's episode of the Nadia Khalil Morning Show with your host, Nadia Khalil. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to today's show. Today is March 9th, 2020, which makes tomorrow the 10th of March, six years doing the show. Six years. I I just can't believe it. I'm like, how does the time go by? And yet it went by one day at a time, I guess. So that's how we got here, and today... I wanted to focus on forgiveness. People think they can just say, I forgive you, and walk away, and it's over. But really, that's when the healing begins. To get to forgiveness, you have to go through a few layers of self-understanding and self-awareness to even begin to start to think of forgiving anyone because we have to learn how to accept and forgive ourselves. It all keeps going back over and over and over again to the fact that whatever we have, we can give. Whatever we have, we can share. So what happens to ourselves when we forgive ourselves? What do we go through? What happens in the conversation that we have in our brain when we are looking at our life and there's things about ourselves that we just cannot get over and yet we learn how to do it? Because we get to that point, we start asking the right questions. So it makes forgiveness a tool for the future. And the more of us who understand ourselves enough to know that we can forgive ourselves is the only time we can actually forgive somebody without resentment that we forgave them before we understood what we were doing. So we talk about the soft emotions and the awareness and the planning for your future, your emotional future, your emotional medication. And there's the first thing that we have to pay attention to before we can ever get to forgiveness and that's to uncover the anger we have towards that person or that place or whatever it is where the anger is hidden. Otherwise, it's going to 
just explode one day in like a full-blown rage. But once we uncover that anger, instead of looking for the person to punish them for what you feel towards them, to yourself, what do I really want to do about this? I know I am hurt deeply about this. And I don't know if I'm ready to let it go. But I want to work on forgiveness. I want to reframe what actually happened. Instead of thinking of what hurt me, what brought that situation on and how much of me had to do with that? Because those questions, they take the anger and they start dismantling it. It starts just kind of putting it in its place. It says things mentally. Like, hey, wait a minute. They did say they were sorry. Why didn't I hear that? Hey, wait a minute. They did say they don't know why they did that. Why didn't I choose to hear that? Why did I just walk away with the hurt I walked into? No matter what they said, I held on to the hurt rather than a solution. Because what happens when we don't understand forgiveness is that we will never get to self-compassion. We will never have that moment where we say, wow, I know why I did that oh, man, I wish I knew better at the time, but I didn't. Had I known better at the time, I would not have made that decision. And once you can start self like that, instead of the anger being one big ball of fire, it just starts to spread out. And it gets thinner, and it gets thinner until it's gone. Just by saying things like, I wish I knew then what I know now, but I didn't. It's not letting yourself off the hook. It's taking yourself out of an emotional prison. Because whatever we can't forgive, whatever we can't have compassion for towards ourselves, means that we haven't given it time. We haven't asked the questions, wow, why am I carrying anger towards this person? Why am I carrying anger towards others? Why do I feel like I have to keep fighting the world? Identifying what hurts us and pinpointing that source Because something hurt you before your argument with that person. That's why in this day and age, in 2020 of our history, we have evolved to the point to realize, for the most part, unless we have some kind of disorder, that we participated in what we brought to ourselves. We were active participants 
Whatever came to us, came to us because somehow we needed it, we called it, our energy wants it, we want it. Even if it's something we say, well, that just came out of the blue. And I say things like, why do you think that came out of the blue to you and not to me? Why are you getting that lesson and why am I not getting that lesson? Why is it yours to deal with and not your mother's or your sister's or your brother's or your best friend? Why are you feeling what you are feeling towards that? Because what you just told me, because I'm not emotionally attached to it, that feels like a a total non-issue. So if it's all blown up in your head about how big it is that someone did something and you don't even know if they actually did it on purpose to you but you've already created your shield, that's where forgiving ourselves comes huge. Acknowledging that we have hurt emotions, asking ourselves Is what I feel really towards that person? Or is it because I walked into this relationship with that hurt and now it just found an audience? Because I'll tell you what self-forgiveness sounds like. You have an issue. You get in an argument with somebody, and now that issue has a forum, right? Everybody always does that to me. Everybody hurts me. Nobody is honest, and you just start downloading your list of pain. And then after you do that for a minute, you're like, oh, I got that out. It's gone for now. But if it isn't addressed, it's going to show up again. In another argument. In another argument. Because it's in that emotional prison. You may open the door and let it out for lunch once in a while, but you got to put it back in. And you keep thinking that when you put it back in, you just threw away the key. But let's say you downloaded your list of hurt and pain and said every worst thing you could have said to someone. And now you're thinking about what you did. You're thinking about the reaction. You're thinking about how you hurt their feelings. You're thinking that feeling like, oh, shoot, I can't put those words back in my mouth and swallow them. And I kind of wish I could. So how do we release the, the stuff that we're carrying around? So you have a talk with yourself, and it kind of goes like this. Hey, self, I got some toxic stuff in there, don't I? And now that I just saw it, I am sorry that I have not addressed you yet. My goal is to address you. Now that I know how deep my pain is, I am going to every day try to help myself so that I never do this again. 
that I never do it to myself, and that I never throw it up on another person again. It may take me a while to get there, but can't believe that that was in me. And then you go to the person, the person that you love and care about enough for this to have felt weirdly and ironically and counterintuitively safe enough to come out in front of. And you say the same thing to them. I am really sorry for everything I said to you. I realized while I was throwing up on you that none of this had anything to do with you. A part of me must have just set it up so that I can see what was inside of me and get it out. But whatever I have in me that just came out on you was here long before I even met you. Before coming to you, I forgave myself for not paying attention to my own pain and subjecting others to it. My promise to you is that now that I am aware of this, if you can help me see myself when this starts brewing and starts coming up and I start talking like this to stop me, (coughs) excuse me, to stop me, to stop myself. That is how we heal. That's what happens when we hurt somebody and we realize that our hurt is now hurting others. Now we're sharing what we have. It works both ways, the whole sharing thing, because we can only give who we are. But that's how we work on forgiveness. That's how we reframe our behavior. Because that emotional prison, that place we put all of that hurt and pain, or lack of self-worth, or lack of self-love, or lack of self-compassion and acceptance. And then somebody triggers it. And then, boom, they don't even see what's coming. They're just like a moving target for your pain. When you can talk like that, as you're talking, you are healing. As you are talking to the other person, They are rebuilding trust in the fact that you have enough awareness to say, hey, I hurt you, and I'm sorry. It's not even you that I intended to hurt. I'm already hurt. And in a weird way, I set you up for that argument. Imagine someone saying that to you. You'd be like, oh, wow, now it makes sense. It's not about being all unconditional in love because this has, that that word unconditional love scares me because people say, well, you don't love me unconditionally if you talk to me that way, if you cheated on me, if you did this, if you did that. 
And it has nothing to do with you. You're just the person that is receiving their behavior. They don't have it for themselves. And that's really unconsciously the scariest part. Because when you're with somebody who cannot absorb the love around them because their hurt is so big, now they're hurting you with it, and you know it. You know that whatever started this argument needed to happen for them. While they are talking, one way to respond to someone who's ready to blow in this way is, you must really be hurt speaking to me like that. I know I have nothing to do with what just came here. And I'm good enough to know where I might have been part of it. But right now, right here, I am letting you know that whatever this anger is, it has Nothing to do with me. And if you've known them a short time and this comes out, that's a huge red flag that they are setting the pace for the pattern they've had in every other relationship. And probably the person ran away after the second or third time. And for the most part, It's they feel like they're in over their heads and they don't know how to fix you. Because, again, deeper inside, we know it's each of our own jobs to fix ourselves. Forgiving ourselves. Breathing in that feeling of compassion, like, hey, I did my best that day. This is how it worked out. I don't like what happened, but it happened. So now I have to own it, and I have to ask myself questions about it, and I have to let the other person know about this awareness. Because if I don't, they are going to believe deep inside that they cannot help me and they will run. Big job for any human being to take on another human being's pain and try to fix it. You will only disappoint them and you will disappoint yourself, and you'll wonder why you worked so hard for that relationship and nothing was changing. When we can say, I am not perfect, but I am pure, even if the purity I have is my pain, when you can see that your pain is pure, like that it got put in there and you don't need to exasperate it through anyone who comes into your life. Because forgiveness doesn't release the past, but it does give you the eyes of compassion on it. 
When we withhold forgiveness, that's a whole nother ball of wax. We know we did it. We refuse to have compassion for ourselves. We refuse to talk to the other person and back down from what we just said. And now the other person's hurt and we won't admit that we had a hand to do with it. And we start blaming them because our hurt's so big and so strong that we cannot look at it. So we want you to look at it. And now we want to blame you for not fixing us because you're supposed to know how to do that. You're the person I chose to be in my life. Well, when we start talking like that and withholding that forgiveness, it does keep alive the emotions that we have that are hurtful, angry, blaming. And that's what we look through life with. That's the lens. Hurt and pain and blame and pointing fingers. But once we just say the word forgive, I forgive myself. We just avoid things like the thoughts that we've been wronged and that Everything that's happened to us happened to us, like as though it's never happened to anybody else. But we trust that the power of forgiveness will heal our hurt and our pain. Forgiveness looks like all you have to do is say it. But there's so much behind that conversation you have with yourself. That level of awareness builds bonds, builds trust, and it allows you to trust yourself enough to recognize when someone else trusts themselves. And then you both can grow because that's the only basis you're going to get. Because if we hold on to pain and resentment, We're going to suffer, and it's going to intensify over time. Because what happens to us over time is our resistance gets less, not more. And it starts coming out faster in relationships. And maybe the first relationship, it waited a year. Well, now it's like two weeks, and you're down with your little act of self-avoidance. spite of people's perceptions that forgiveness means to forget the real motive is in self-forgiveness and the role that you play and that I play in that partnership that starts creating the circumstances that the two of us are going to live by whether it's a parent and a child, couple, or it's a work relationship. People's perception that we forget when we forgive is not true. Because we remember the forgiveness and we heal from it. 
And that's the gift that keeps on giving. We say forgive and forget, and I'm like, nope, nope, no, nope, no, nope, no. Nope. Rewind. Go back to the fork in the road. Forgive and remember how good it felt. Anger that we feel enough to even recognize that we can forgive. Because forgetting takes away the gift. It doesn't mean that we say whatever happened was okay. What it really means is that whatever it was that happened wasn't okay. Just says, I was involved in this and I'm taking responsibility for what I have done. And I'm sorry I dumped it on you. You did not deserve that. I basically downloaded my entire inventory of pain on you. And then I blamed you for it. All day long in your own head, you're dumping your inventory of pain on yourself. You're doing it. And because no one can hear you, somewhere in your heart, in your mind, you're selling yourself on the fact that you don't deserve forgiveness. Yet forgiveness means to let go of things that are so hard to deal with, like hatred, instead of allowing it to eat at you. Forgiveness is a liberator. It removes fear, doubt, worry, control, and gift. It is one of the most powerful tools that we have and will ever have. And it allows our past to be our past. Our past is only our perception of the past unedited. But once forgiveness becomes part of the thinking that goes behind who we are as people, now we can also look into the future because now we trust ourselves enough to say, oh my gosh, in the future, the only thing that's stopping me from me and my goal is not there anymore. I feel good about myself. And every day I'm learning to feel better and better. But along the way, I can handle each step. Forgiveness is associated, a direct association with our emotional welfare. We are not granting the other person forgiveness. That's like, you know, the person with all the power says, oh, I forgive you. But when we forgive someone, including ourselves, it will heal us both. It will force us to see the other person as a person 
and it also forces us to see ourselves as a person. At the end of the day, forgiveness is not really for the other person's benefit at all. Regardless of how crazy that sounds or illogical it may seem, if I were to say unconditional forgiveness, I could say that easier than unconditional love. Because love can, it can change in terms of love is love is love, but the relationship can change because of things we outgrow. But unconditional forgiveness, that we let the past be the past, we understand we are in the present, and now we are free enough to have space in our head to think of our future. You guys, I can't believe the show's already over. I feel like I just blinked and boom, here we are. Time change and all. Thank you for being here. I will see you tomorrow on Tuesday. And I can't wait because we have a great celebration of highlights. If you can leave your highlights on the radio page or on the radio section of um, the posts today, I will talk about them on air tomorrow. Have a great day. Bye-bye. You have been listening to today's Daily Dose of the Nadia Khalil Morning Show. To learn more, visit www.nadiakhalil.com. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.